0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: I am Maggie Herlensky in Chillicothe, Ohio.
2: And I'm Audrey Sears in Fillmore, New York. And you're listening to the monthly side saddle episode of Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 4th. This episode is brought to you by once again Nut Butter and the American Side Saddle Association. This episode is a very special side saddle episode of Horses in the Morning and it'll be here every first Tuesday of the month. Good morning, Horse World.
0: Well, hi, everybody. Glenn here. I am so excited that you guys are joining us once a month to do Side Saddle, and I'll tell you why. We've had so many requests from listeners to hear more about Side Saddle, and I think that's partly Maggie's fault, to be honest, Um, because you are an excellent promoter of Side Saddle. I do try. (laughs) And you've been, I think it's partly too, because you've been out all over the country. You go to a lot of clinics and you do a lot of seminars and things like that. But you're also kind of, you know, uh, involved with the American Side Settle Association. Tell us about that.
1: I am president of the American Side Settle Association and also my regional chapter, um, Southern Ohio Ladies Aside. Um, American Side Saddle Association is made up of regional chapters from um, all over the country. We have over 20 regional chapters now. I've been riding side saddle since 1983 when my parents brought me home a saddle from a swap meet that they paid $50 for.
0: I kind of think that's how everybody started side saddle in the I old days. So. Yeah, 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 and it
1: was not safe to ride. It was held onto the horse with my dad's belt. <laughs> You know, the, the white patent leather 1970s belt?
0: Oh, my God. I think I owned one of those. The
1: disco belt with the little metal dots on it? Yeah, yeah it went with the leisure suit.
0: <laughs> yes. yes,
1: yes. <laughs> Yeah, he had one of those. Um, so, yeah, think, that's what held my saddle on my horse.
0: I think that's how Jennifer started, too. It was up at Myopia, and they had one, and, you know, everybody just wanted to try it, and that's how that's yeah. how it got started. So, uh, your co-host, Audrey. Now, Audrey, where are you from?
2: I'm in a Fillmore, New York. It's the western part of New York.
0: And you belong to what chapter up there?
2: Uh, we're, I'm part of the western New York side saddle chapter. It's a fairly new chapter. In fact, we didn't evolve until last year, I think, late last year.
0: Now, you are also a, a judge, a, instructor, and a clinician, too, right?
2: Yes, with the American Side Saddle Association, yes.
0: And and how long have you been riding? Um,
2: Side saddle or riding in general? Well, side saddle. <laughs> side saddle side saddle it's only it's less than a year um oh, wow. i started at the end of may of 2021
0: gotcha okay but you've been riding horses for a long time
2: oh yeah yeah well over 20 years and well over a third of my life at this point yes
0: i happen to know something about audrey too that uh, i didn't know she wa- i don't know if she wanted to talk about and forgive me maggie but we have to bring this up she has mm-hmm. six kids under what age
2: my oldest is seven.
0: And are any of them interested in horses? Do they all think that's kind of ridiculous?
2: Well, my, my oldest has ridden a little bit. He has a mare back at home, but she's well and retired. And he wants to try and show this year. But mostly my three-year-old, he's my fourth kid. Um, he loves horses. And one of our rescues that we got from Maggie, actually, um, is his horse. And he will tell everybody that it's his horse.
0: Maggie, let me ask you, and then I'm going to bail out here and let you guys do your show. What, what's the goal of this episode? What, or, you know, what do you want to accomplish in doing this?
1: Well, we're going to try um, to tell everybody how to get started on your side saddle journey. Uh, it's not easy for it's not a, an inexpensive sport, and it can be more expensive than it needs to be if you don't know what you're doing.
0: That's true of almost anything, isn't it? I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you that's, think of it. Ver- but I think side saddle. I think you're right, knowing a little bit about it. All right, very good. Well, Audrey, tell us what's coming up on today's show, and you guys have a terrific show. So on today's show, we have
2: two very special guests. We have Marty Frittle and Linda Klein, and we're also going to start talking about how you can get on started on your own side saddle journey. Um, our side saddle word of the day, and where in the world is Maggie? All right, so our side
1: saddle term of the day is leaping horn. Um, This is a piece of equipment that is not found on any other type of saddle and is critical for your safety. If you're looking at a side saddle um, that has all the modern safety features, and by modern, I mean after about 1910, it is the lower horn that curves down over the rider's left thigh. So, tell us the history of the Leaping Horn.
2: The way I understand the history of it was um, in a book, uh, The the Horsewoman, A Practical Guide to Side Saddle Riding and Hunting by Alice Hayes. And she describes a Frenchman by the name of Jules Poulier. Is that how we decided it was? (laughs) Pelletier. I
1: don't know. I I speak Spanish. Don't ask me.
2: Yeah, I don't. Jules. Mr. Uh, Jules. Jules, yes. And he was out hunting um, with his wife and they came up to a fence and his wife's horse would not go over it. Well, he being a good gentleman, he hopped off of his own horse and went over and helped his wife off and said, well, I'll get your horse over it and went to school the horse. And he went over the fence without the horse, broke his leg and decided that this saddle was no longer safe. And he came up with the, the side horn, that uh, leaping horn off the side there.
1: It's also known as leaping head as opposed to the fixed head or fixed horn, which is the the upright, the tall horn that stands up that your right yep. knee hooks around.
2: Yep, that, that yeah. opposite leg swings over. And that's what makes you an aside rider versus an astride rider.
1: Correct. A side is both legs on one side. A stride is one leg on each side. And a side we think of... Um, everyone riding on the left side of the horse, but there are saddles um, made on the offside. And in the yeah. old days, there were also reversible side saddles that either had two upright horns and a leaping horn that would switch from one side to the other, or interchangeable parts or whatever. Because it was thought that a young lady might grow crooked if she rode to one side all the time, so they would have... Uh, either two matching side saddles, one for each side, or maybe a, a less um, well-off family would have a reversible side saddle.
2: And aren't there some like Spanish or or Western side saddles that are built both ways already? Yeah, the, um, the
1: Mexican Chara saddle um, has a stirrup on both sides, two upright horns and a leaping horn. And it was designed that way. Because traditionally, from what I understand, the young lady's brother or father, because once she got married, of course, she's busy raising a family and doesn't ride anymore, (coughs) would ride her horse to the chariada. And once he worked her horse down a little bit for her, she would get on and ride side saddle. Um, But they're very easy to switch to the offside because they've already got a stirrup on on both sides. They already have two upright horns. So it's just a matter of switching the leaping horn to the other side.
2: So buying our first side saddle, not on eBay. (laughs) Yes, do not, do not, do not, not
1: knocking eBay. I have found some great deals on side saddles on eBay, but there is 10 times as many bad ones. So So
2: where should we start then?
1: um, There's several good Facebook groups um, where you can either find a side saddle that you're that would fit your horse and fit you and what you're doing. If you find one elsewhere, or if you see one on eBay, you can also post to those groups and say, hey, I, I found this. What do you guys think? The enablers will talk you into buying it.
2: So, all right. So, on the not on eBay, um, on those first side saddles, what exactly are we looking at that is not a good buy? Then? Oh,
1: God. If it's pink, don't buy it. <laughs> Seriously, there is a pink side saddle floating around on eBay. We are not Barbie. We are the queen.
2: <laughs> I was always taught with side saddle that you are a lady with a capital L.
1: Now, not knocking pink.
2: I mean, really, I, I'm
1: I'm currently wearing pink, actually. <laughs> but a side saddle should not be pink. Um, if it is advertised as brand new, Be cautious. A lot of the brand new saddles are mass produced by people that do not ride side saddle, don't know what a side saddle should look like. And they're frequently made from very, very inferior materials. Uh, I've taken some of these junkers apart at clinics to show just how bad bad can be. Mm -hmm. They are not. Usually flocked with, I mean, uh, uh, traditionally a side saddle was flocked with real wool, you know, off of a sheep wool. Um, washed and carded and then stuffed in there for the, for the padding. Um, some of these imports, they might be wool, but it's wool that came as scraps from the carpet factory next door. All different colors mixed in with fabric scraps. Um, candy wrappers, sawdust, anything swept off, off the floor got stuffed in a saddle. One of our guests today uh, was telling me once, a long time ago, she did that at a clinic and they found a tennis shoe, a whole tennis shoe. Think like Converse All-Star stuffed in this saddle. Hmm.
2: Yeah, so if we're not allowed to do that, and we can kind of float around on Facebook or anything like that. Um, you know, what is going to be some of those processes that we're going to start looking into by getting a saddle? I know when I bought my first side saddle, um, a bunch of my mentors and whatever uh, they were like, "Oh, you need a back tracing." You know, what is a back tracing, right. and how hard is it?
1: <laughs> back tracing is not rocket science. But it's not as easy as it's made out to be. You have to be really careful. A flex curve is okay, but they're usually not long enough. You need something very stiff, um, wire coat hanger. Do they even make those anymore? I don't know. Um, Or the heavy gauge electrical wire like like is in your wall, Romex, I think they call it. You need something that's going to hold its shape. You're going to start about two finger widths. Behind your horse's shoulder blade and take that long piece of wire and shape it to your horse's back um, straight up and down, right behind the shoulder blade. And you want to make sure you capture the curve of his rib cage, particularly on the left side, assuming you're getting a, a near side side saddle and not an offside. If it's an offside, switch everything I say around the other way.
2: Yep. And you're going to get or, the or shape. Or English versus Western. Right.
1: Western, you don't need to go down quite as far because um, a Western side saddle is on a Western bar tree, just like a regular Western saddle. But the English side saddle has a longer point uh, wooden part of the tree on the near side, and it curves a little bit. So it's important that it fits the shape of your horse's rib cage. So you're going to take that wire, once you've got it shaped, and you're going to lay it down on a big piece of... Cardboard, poster board, Um, I like using the Christmas wrap that has the one-inch grid on the back for cutting straight lines when you wrap Christmas presents. That way, you can lay your wire down on that paper, trace around it, run the inside of it, and then just take a picture of it and send it to me. That Mm -hmm. way, it has the one-inch grid lines on it, and I can see, without you having to mail me something, that I'm probably going to lose um, I can see just what shape your horse is. Yep. The other thing you need is your seat measurement. You need to know how long the seat is. And this has absolutely nothing, nothing to do with the size of your dressage saddle, your hunt saddle, or your Western saddle.
2: Yeah. This is completely different than your yes. uh, astride saddles. Yeah. It's, it's, not right, yeah. it's not even apples and oranges. Right. It's not even apples
1: and oranges. It's like, Apples and prickly pears or something. I don't know. <laughs> Apples and <bananas>. Almonds. It's,
2: <laughs> it's another fruit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oranges and pineapple. Now I'm hungry.
2: <laughs> okay. Anyway.
1: <clears throat> yeah, breakfast is late today.
2: Speaking of breakfast, Once Again Nut Butter is an employee-owned company that manufactures sunflower seed, cashew, tahini, almond, and peanut butters. Once again, also makes a variety of snack crackers. This organic and natural food manufacturer is located in rural western New York. They are dedicated to quality products and environmental sustainability. You buy from them because you know that they're over four decades. Once again, has represented some of the highest social and environmental standards in the organic food industry. So feel good while you eat well. Once again, nutbutter.com. So another good way to get started a side saddle is by Marty Frittle's, um book. The side saddle legacy and we have the opportunity today to have marty Friddle talk to us today about beginning of side saddle hi marty how are you doing today
3: i am good how are you maggie
1: wonderful you're on with with audrey and i and we want to talk about the early days of side saddle i should say it's the early days stores. yeah the early days of the side saddle renaissance back in the okay. what 70s yes
3: all
1: oh, right um what made you want to try side saddle back then
3: Oh. In 1974, we were counting down to the Bicentennial, and Western Horseman Magazine ran a series of articles by the artist Randy Steffman that showed his collection of side saddles. He'd done beautiful line drawings of them. And I just devoured this thing. I'd never seen a side saddle before. I was enchanted with them. And it just happened that the stable that i was boarding at had one sitting in the tack room so i got to talking with the lady that owned the stable and I said oh yes you know um this one isn't really rideable but if you get one that's rideable we'll teach you how to ride and the rest is history i rode in the uh 1976 bicentennial parade um here in greensboro and uh At that time, I had bought a side saddle at a yard sale. This was back in the days when you could get them cheap. I'd bought my Bach for $100. It's a park saddle. Uh, I didn't know it was a park saddle at the time, but I did everything in it. Um, I loved the saddle so much, and it fit my horse so well, which was really unusual back then, that uh, several years went past, and I, I had sold it. I think 30 years later, I bought it back, so I still have it.
1: So what was it like trying to learn to ride side saddle before the Internet?
3: Oh, well, my, my instructor was a super lady. Um, at the time, I, I'm trying to think, she was probably in her early 80s, and she had taught her daughter to ride side saddle, and the daughter had taken a championship at um, Madison Square Garden. Back in the 30s. And so with her encouragement, it was really, really easy. Uh, She said, you're not getting out of here today until you canter. And I took a big gulp and cantered. And it was wonderful. Um, She she took me through from mounting to all the paces and dismounting and said, well, you pretty much know it now, but you can go home and practice. So that's what I did. And it really, really helps if you have somebody on the ground who knows what they're doing, um, can guide you along and encourage you, and which is what I've tried to do in the years since as I've been a side saddle instructor.
0: Yeah,
1: and there are books available, of course.
3: Of course, yes.
1: So tell us about yours.
3: <laughs> well, okay, I have to back up a bit here. My horse was very wide, and... At the time, uh, most of the saddles that were available were pretty narrow. And so I found myself buying a series of saddles, trying to get one that would work for me and for my horse. And in accumulating this collection of saddles that I couldn't use, other people wanted to buy them, so a business was started. I met Linda Bowlby um, about 1980, and joined the Midwest Side Saddle Association, and we worked together for several years to promote clinics and that sort of thing. But between the business and MWSSA, we were getting these questions, repetitive questions. How do I do this? How do I do this? And we spent literally hours and hours on the phone. And finally, we decided to write a book, a how-to book. And it's called The Side Saddle Legacy, and it's still available you
1: studied in England, correct?
3: I did. Mid '80s, I through a friend who was English and had moved to North Carolina. I met Betty Skelton. Uh, Betty was known as the the uh, grand dame of of side saddle in England. Uh, at that time, she virtually ran the Side Saddle Association. Uh, she had written a series of articles. She had books out um, on all aspects of riding astride and a And so I decided to pay her a visit. And she had visited me as well here. So it was sort of a mutual friendship sort of thing. Um, and of course, she gave me some lessons while I was over there. I had never ridden a horse as big as the one she put me on, had feet like pie plates. It was a uh, draft cross named Strawberry. Um, and it was it was a fun time. It was a really intense learning time. And Betty knew stuff that I think everybody else in the world had forgotten. Um, working with her was like working with a living history project because she had come through a world war, had married, had lived in India. Um, she learned to fly a biplane before she learned to drive uh, and when she did learn to drive it was a race car she was wow. an extraordinary woman if you it, I think you probably remember her pretty well um, I don't know how well you knew her though but she was uh, she was one in a million literally and a
1: great she teacher. was I remember going to one of the first uh, clinics I attended um, I went as an auditor uh, that she taught and she was like this tiny dynamo. Exactly. And someone wasn't getting what she was trying to teach, and in her very British accent, she walked up and said, Get down, and someone give me a leg up.
3: I don't remember that one, but I'm, that sounds like Betty. Yep. <laughs> she, she did that on more than one occasion. <laughs> And I also saw her at age 76 take a stallion, an Arabian stallion, belonging to a friend that hadn't been ridden in something like two years. And she put him through his paces, had him changing leads and doing things that the owner didn't even know he could do.
2: In your book, you talk about the American uh, legacy in side saddle. Um, could you tell us a little bit about the difference between English and Western side saddles?
3: Western saddles in general, astride or aside, Are ninety percent wood and ten percent leather. English saddles, in general, are ninety percent padding and ten percent wood. Um, There is—it's just exact opposite schools of thought. um, And utility um, creates the form. Form follows function, so forth, and, and. Trying to tell people the difference between an English and a Western side saddle without having them ride it is a bit difficult. But, as I said, it's the ratio of wood to padding. Um, that's, that's a great deal of it right there. Um, English side saddles can be adjusted by adjusting the padding. A Western side saddle cannot be really adjusted easily With padding, because when you start doing that, you start tinkering with the basic way the tree fits the horse.
2: Um, What about for saddle fit? Is there any big difference between the English and Western uh, side saddle for saddle fit?
3: There can be. Horses that have laid back shoulders um, and prominent scapulas tend not to do well with. Uh, Western-type side saddles with bars. I've got one here myself. Um, We couldn't figure out why the horse was having behavioral issues until one day we were trying to fit him, and uh, I had a hand up under the saddle as he happened to move his foot just a little bit, and I could feel his scapula hitting the underside of that bar. And, of course, that doesn't happen with English side saddles or English saddles, because you've got a very small frame with a lot of padding on it.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. So is a Western side saddle or an English saddle, which one's easier to stay on?
3: Personally, I think the Western. And when I say easier to stay on, um, I'm talking about our hours long riding comfort, um, the, the Western Side Saddle is built for the rider to sort of relax, ride in a relaxed posture. And the saddle itself puts you in the right places, um, makes you sit upright, that sort of thing. The English Side Saddle, you have to ride in a pretty rigid frame, and you have to build up your muscles to get there, um, once you do, it's a very secure, very comfortable fit, but it's, there's a learning curve that's steeper with an English side saddle than there is with a Western side saddle.
2: I would have never guessed that. I would have said it had been, <laughs> I would have <laughs> said that have been the other way around after riding both English and Western. <laughs> right. It kind of depends on what
3: discipline you grew up into, Um if you were an English rider for years and years and went to an English side saddle, you might have been more comfortable. However, if you were a hunt seat rider and tended to sit in a forward position, you have a big adjustment uh, when you change to side saddle because you've got to sit very upright.
2: Ah. So um, how often are people sore afterwards? Like how quickly does it take somebody to enjoy side saddle? <laughs>
3: I, kind of, I think that pretty much depends on the person and how athletic and fit they are in the first place. Um, the average beginner, I say they should not be riding more than maybe 15 or 20 minutes at a time because so much of the weight is held on your right leg, and you, you will be limping around if you ride for an hour or two <laughs> the first time out.
2: In your book, you talk a lot about the saddle and the saddle fit, and that's what we've talked a lot about here as well. But what about the horse? A lot of people ask, you know, how long does it take to get a horse used to side saddle and that sort of thing?
3: <laughs> I've got a great Betty Skelton story for that. Oh, good. And I Go think, for it. I found it to be true, too. Uh, Betty was in her stable yard one day, and my friend Rosemary happened to see a, a truck and trailer drive up. And she said, oh, I didn't know you were getting a new horse, Mrs. S. And Mrs. S. said, no, dear, that's someone here for a side saddle lesson. And Rosemary said, well, how long will it take to train the horse to side saddle? And Mrs. S. said, about 10 minutes, dear. <laughs> horses in general... It really... Go ahead.
2: No, go ahead.
3: Well, horses in general tend to like... Um, side saddle better than a stride because they don't have legs on either side of their rib cage uh now i have seen one a mare that was being a mare that really really objected to the whole enterprise but that's that's one out of probably hundreds of horses i've seen um who didn't didn't really want a side saddle
2: so I have a question for my own personal benefit, and that is, what side saddle horse that have you personally owned or ridden that has taught you the most about side saddle?
3: Uh that would probably be my my mare Heather, and she was um, she was my first horse, the one that I said was wide. Um, She was very, very calm, but at the same time responsive, and I did everything with that horse. I rode her English, I rode her Western, uh, side saddle and a stride. She was a willing jumper. Um, Honestly, neither one of us knew what we were doing when we took a double oxer in a clinic one day, but she kept me safe and got us both over it.
0: (laughs) I would
1: have died in midair. (laughs) (laughs) Right. all right marty it was great having you on this morning um so where can we find your book
3: it's available through the american side saddle association it is also available through me on uh, side saddle websites um i also have it on amazon.com
1: and what was the name
3: of your book again marty it's the side saddle legacy thanks
1: marty for being on this show uh Our next sponsor is the American Side Saddle Association, or ASA, was formed in 2008 to preserve, promote, and expand the elegance and historical art of riding side saddle. The American Side Saddle Association wishes to promote enthusiasm for side saddle riding among the the equestrian public. ASA is a network of over 20 regional side saddle clubs located throughout the nation. The association supports all forms of riding and riding, rider safety. We honor the women who came before us, but are also inclusive of all people throughout society. We hold regular clinics and participate in parades and demonstrations around the United States. Find us on Facebook or American side saddle Association.com.
2: So coming up next, we have a beginner side saddle rider with Miss Linda Klein. So howdy, Miss Linda Klein. You're on Horses in the Morning with Maggie Herlinski and me, um, Audrey Sears. And we're talking about getting started with side saddle. And we know you're fairly new to side saddle. So uh, what made you start wanting to ride side saddle?
4: Well, I have, I I actually sat and counted. It's been over 55 years that I have been involved in some sort of equine activity. And I have a collection of things in uh, horse, uh, including saddles and various kinds of tack and what have you, um, and and uh, jumping saddle and dressage saddle and a Western saddle and an Australian saddle. So getting a side saddle just seemed to be, certainly for a while, a part of the, the sure. collecting opportunity. When my husband retired about five years ago and and decided he was going to hike the Appalachian Trail with his trusty Airedale Max. Um I came along to support, and most days I was on my own, and I had a list of things I wanted to accumulate um, while he was out hiking before I went and either delivered him or picked him up from a trailhead. And one of the things was a side saddle. And as I roamed through tax stores or antique malls or what have you, I did find a side saddle down in a store in um, Virginia outside of Roanoke. It had a very interesting story. It had a price that I was was good with, so I, I bought it and brought it home and displayed it and had a friend come over when we had a party one day who was riding locally and showed it off to her, and she said, I'm going to tell my instructor about this. And she did and got back to me and said, the instructor said, you bring that side saddle over any time you want and we'll play with it. <laughs> and being the, the 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 thoughtful horsewoman that I, I I attempt to be, I thought, you know, I really ought to have some information and a little bit of experience before I start flinging this side saddle around. <laughs> uh, and so I, I took the opportunity not only to find um, – Somebody who was giving lessons, but I got back into writing just in general locally, so I could have a uh, a base of support. In August of 2020, uh, I hooked up with some of the gals in uh, the Kentucky group, um, Kim Cornelius and Cindy Sither, and took a went for a weekend to uh, uh, Cindy's. She was she had, she and Meredith Johnson were uh, providing lessons. So I took a couple of lessons and got uh, just got bit. It was it was a very cool thing to do.
2: So your side saddle then, is it Western or English? It's
4: English. Uh, I understand it's uh, Pakistani-made Hilarison, I believe. Uh, not the, the worst of them, but not a, a fabulous, fabulous saddle. But then I didn't pay a fabulous price for it either. But <laughs> I have, over the last year and a half, I guess, Um, It spent probably more time at at Maggie and and Brian McAllister's than it has uh, at my house, getting um, retrofitted and upgraded and added to here and added to there. Um, So it's still, I think, a a good value given the prices I have seen for really fine um, side saddles. But it it is certainly being made to fit me, even though I don't own horses.
2: (laughs) so if you don't have horses what do you still do side saddle are you in it for the world are you in it for the history are you in it for just the the fancy costumes you know what why are you still doing it
4: well the costumes are and and the opportunity to, to hang out with with interesting and cool mostly women um, to go places I've never gone before and do things I haven't done before uh, on a horse one more way to experience the the uh, a horse in, in something that's a little different. I have, in my life, I have fox hunted, I have uh, hung out with polo people, um, I did vaulting a little bit in college, I've certainly done my share of showing, um, both uh, in equitation classes, um, flat and jumping, and um, dressage now that I'm older, you know, a little less crazy, don't need to go careen. but I've done jumping recently too, so I shouldn't, shouldn't quite say, but the, the opportunity to do something different um, and equine is, uh, is, is is compelling to me. Uh, I had the opportunity to go with Maggie and her crew up to the uh, North Dakota Horse Expo um, in Minot, North Dakota this past summer and you know, participate in, in a variety of, of uh, side saddle opportunities. So even though I don't own a horse, I am getting a chance going through these various uh, opportunities with Maggie, who has plenty, uh, and and horses that uh, seem to not mind us women climbing on them, side saddle and hanging out and doing a parade and waving at people. I've I've got that imperial, you know, uh, regal wave down. Thank you, Queen Elizabeth, and uh, um, really seem to enjoy just hanging out there and and doing the parades and learning more about uh, side saddle and and where it's come from and, and what it can do.
2: So what was the hardest thing about getting started aside in the side saddle world?
4: The hardest thing continues to be, and, and Maggie can giggle at this if she likes, mounting. <laughs> getting getting on seems to be quite quite the uh, object for me that I don't practice. Right now I'm, I'm uh, recuperating from ankle surgery, so I, I haven't had the opportunity to get on much of anything. Other than I did just buy a new dressage saddle, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I managed to get on that, but it was certainly lower than the horse. Um, and
1: uh, so taller with step practice, ladder. <laughs>
4: there you go. Um, or you know, just ride lucky all the time. One of hers yeah. who is, is shorter, lucky short. Um, yes, yes, and and it doesn't bother me being tall, riding a short horse. They're all lovely. They all do their job. Um, so
1: getting on. It seems like it should be so elegant and easy when you see the the drawings and the paintings from bygone days. Yeah. Yet there is, I don't know how they did it. There is no <laughs> elegant way to get on.
4: Indeed. And and from the looks of it, they all had help. You know, they all yes. had people running around, helping them get on, walking with them or riding with them when they did what they were doing.
1: And um, I think the, the ladies of old... Um, they were smaller and it was easier to give them a leg up. Linda, you and I are tall.
4: <laughs> and we just discombobulate, or at least I do. But I'm looking forward to um, getting better at it as, as I get the opportunity to do it. And when, when folks come to events and have extra horses like Maggie does, then it makes it easier for me to, to do this without benefit of horse.
2: So, um, since you have had a little experience in riding various styles and things um, on horses, which do you prefer, riding a stride or a side?
4: Well, since it's only been a year and a half of doing a side, um, I do appreciate and I do enjoy this parade stuff. This has been just a peck of fun, um, dressing up and uh, uh, going to parades. and. As you've noticed, Audrey, I I even show up and I'll ride. Aside, we went to uh, Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Remember parade right, in November, <laughs> and one of the saddles I have collected and, and refurbished over the years is a McClellan Army saddle. So I borrowed a, a costume, a, a Union Army costume, and and rode astride a with all you aside ladies, and you know had had a lovely time anyway. Uh, so I, I appreciate doing all that and. Never had that opportunity in uh, um, all my astride riding, um, so I appreciate the, the 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 publicness of all of this and the opportunity to you know to get dressed up and and go you know do something fun and different
1: and have people applaud. Linda, you've also got some physical issues. Does side saddle is it more comfortable for you? Um. Other than the mounting,
4: right? Um, <laughs> I have a, a partial hip, left hip replacement, and I, I since your left leg is in a similar position, a side and a stride, uh, I haven't found any issue there. Which is, which is as good as as is it better or worse that it isn't an issue. Um, is uh, is fine with me, um, and though we do keep our our foot in a a. a Flex. uh, Excuse me. An extended position, as opposed to a flexed position, that we do with a stride. um, That doesn't seem to have made caused any issue for me. Um, I'm looking forward as I'm recuperating from this right ankle surgery. Uh, So far, I have not been cleared to get on a horse just yet. I'm I'm pushing. I'm in physical therapy now, and I'm I'm pushing the therapist. Can I go this week? Can I go this week? But I know that with the right leg, at least with my side saddle, the, uh, um, the leaving heads are on the, on, the, uh, on the onside, the left side, the right foot goes across. It's not an issue. So there's no weight bearing. There's no, um, uh, you know, things can't get in the way. So I keep trying to tell everybody, no, 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 I could go ride side saddle because my right ankle isn't, isn't an issue. But they, they haven't bought that yet. <laughs>
1: Yes. And the I'm nice thing for- is, when you have the apron on, you can't see that your right that your right leg is in a cast or a boot or, not That's that right. I would know this. That's
4: right. That's right. Oh, well, there you go. Um, I'm I have graduated to an air cast outside the house right now, and I can walk around without one in the house. And I'm doing exercises. I'm being a very good girl because we're all. I'm intending to go to the Pegasus Parade. Uh, in at the beginning of May and ride side saddle, so they know right. I have uh, things to do and, and places to be and, and you know
1: let's let's move on <laughs> let's get all let's right. Go. Well, I was I was just going to ask you what's next on your calendar. So well, Kentucky Derby parade.
4: Yes, the Derby parade. Um, I did check with my uh, uh, my astride riding instructor. She's having a uh, a show locally, um, and the horse that I've been riding a bit, you know, will he, would, would he be ready for May 7th? Would I be ready for May You know, could, or no, I'd probably end up just being the scribe for your dressage judge at the show. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that would be the safe thing to do, but I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to um, the Pegasus Parade that's part of Derby Week, uh, and coming up to uh, the end of May, for the awards banquet for the side saddle, the American Side Saddle Association. And my yeah. husband has even said that he'll come too. So, yay.
1: Awesome. Yay. Yeah. So what advice would you have for new people thinking about getting into riding Side Saddle?
4: Disavow yourself of whatever preconceived notions you have of what Side Saddle is going to feel like and be, because unless you've, you've crossed your leg in front of you, um, you really just... And, and sat yourself in a side saddle, you really don't know what it's going to feel like. It's it's It It was discomforting, it, a bit of disquieting a bit, but, you know, just take the deep cleansing breath and let the horse do the work because you really aren't going to. You just sit there and listen to the instructor, and you'll find a way to enjoy it if, if that's what you want to do. Um, the uh, the biggest issue for me when I first took those lessons was that uh, Cindy's place is next door to a gun range, and <laughs> the horses were used to the, the, the people practicing shooting, but, but I, I, I jumped more than they did. So beyond that, you know, it turned out it was, well, this is a really cool thing to do and different, and, you know, you just get used to your, depending upon the kind of saddle I imagine, I've been riding in... in English-style side saddles, some of the Western-style ones do have a cantle that is more inclusive of your right side in particular, and that maybe uh, may, uh, may help pe- people feel a little more secure riding without your right leg underneath you. Um, but beyond that, you know, so far I've, I've gone to um, a variety of parades and managed to, to, to stay on um, once I got on once people stopped laughing
1: and you also performed um, for a crowd of thousands in north well at least five hundred in north Dakota
4: indeed indeed and you know it I appreciate too that we are about safety and and we're about um people feeling comfortable as comfortable as we can so you know there were out there were uh, safety walkers with us and and if I felt a little hmm, somebody was right there either to talk to me or to, to put a hand on, on, on a bridle and, or a halter and make sure that we, we went around in, in good shape because the horse I was riding at the time, I think that was only her third or fourth opportunity to go side saddle too. Uh, Second. And I don't know. Second. There you go. And I and I don't know how much um, anybody riding on her because she had been a, a brood mare for standard Bridge. So you know yeah, we we think you were
1: the first one to ride her
4: to ride on her there you go so you know i i highly recommend maggie and and her her crowd of uh, her herd of of standies they they take care of us yay Thank so you. um it, it it it's a lot of fun to do something different and still be in the horse world i like oh, that. and oh, and yeah. as i get older you know we just it's nice just to be able to sit and wave.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can certainly get behind that. Indeed. All right. Well, thank you so much, Linda, for being on this show. We really appreciate appreciate you taking time out of your
2: busy morning. You bet. again, Nut Butter is an employee-owned company that manufactures sunflower seed, cashew, tahini, almond and peanut butters. They are dedicated to quality products and environmental sustainability. So feel good while you eat once again, nut So Maggie, with you being the president of the American side saddle association and you teaching beginner clinics all around the United States. I mean, last year you did what, like 17 clinics away from home, um, all over the U S. So where are you this week? You know, what are you doing? What, what's going on next? Well, let's see. I
1: just got home. Uh, We did a weekend at the Western New York Equifest, followed by, um, well, I had a weekend off where I got to take the grandkid to her 4-H meeting. Um, But then this past weekend was the um, Indiana Equine Roundup in Cloverdale, Indiana, and both were an awesome good time. And coming up is uh, Equine Fair in Columbus, Ohio, this coming weekend, and then a weekend off again, Midwest Horse Fair in Madison, Wisconsin, followed immediately the f- next weekend by the Land Rover Kentucky three-day event. I will be an outrider uh, for Cross Country Day. That um, sounds fun. Yeah. I'll be on, uh, I'm going to ride Wyatt this year instead of Fern, the One-Eyed Wonder Horse. She's getting loaned out to a friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the very next day is the Kentucky Derby Festival Parade where I will get to ride down Broadway of Louisville with 20 of my very best side saddle friends. (laughs) Most of them are going to be on my horses. But yeah, it's going to be awesome. This year's thing, I swear the Kentucky Derby Festival people Try to come up with a theme that we can't dress for. (laughs) Every year it is something like, what are we going to wear this year? Because we don't have a regular uniform. We try to dress for the theme.
2: What is the theme this year?
1: Loving Louisville.
2: Boy, that one is going to be hard.
1: Yeah, so we thought about, well, we could all be Southern Bells, and my fiancé that rides with us could dress as Colonel Sanders. (laughs) Um, He shot down wearing anything white. Uh, So we decided we kind of like the Southern Bell idea. But then we also had a contingency that was... Well, maybe we should dress in baseball uniforms and carry Louisville sluggers. Well, that one, um, something about the risk of whopping someone else in the head, that got shot down. Um, (laughs) Someone wanted to do jockeys. We did that quite a few years ago, and we won the um, jockeys award uh, from the judges. We got that uh, trophy to take home. So we thought, well, we'll we'll do a mix. Riders dressed as jockeys, and riders dressed as beautiful ladies with big derby hats. <laughs> so there so we go. So these
2: these other ones, the Equine Roundup, and the that you just came from, and the Ohio Equine Affair. What are you guys doing there?
1: Um, I have uh, coming up for Equine Affair on Thursday afternoon. I have a I think it's two hours. Mounted demo where we'll cover a little bit of saddle fit, um, tiny bit of history and how to get started. My specialty is getting riders started. side I'm not the one that's going to take you to nationals. I'm the <laughs> one that's going to make sure you don't die. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. I'll so. tell you what, getting started aside, um, Maggie was actually the one that kind of got me drawn into this world. And it is essential to have a good mentor or a good, um, instructor in this industry, because there's so much that you didn't think that went into it, like a saddle fit and, um, you know, use of your, your no leg (laughs) and that sort of thing. And so Maggie's demonstrations at these events, or even in one of her clinics are just, they're, they're everything you need to get started in one (laughs) take easy pill. Like, and then In order to just, once you're in the world, Maggie knows so many people, you can go in whatever direction you wanted to do. Like for me, it's been English and um, trying to do more like traditional fox hunting and so on. But I mean, as we heard earlier from from one of our uh, guests, I mean, Gettysburg, we did... We rode in Gettysburg and did historical stuff, and Maggie's doing the three-day event this year, and and that sort of stuff. So well, I'm I mean, not exactly doing the three-day event. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know you're you're just gonna help, but yeah, I yeah. mean you're still riding. I mean I would go up to somebody uh-huh. and be like, hey, I rode in Kentucky three-day event. <laughs> well, that's true.
1: Technically, yeah, I am. I guess, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, thank you, Audrey. You're that's very <laughs> yeah. that's very well, kind. And I just thinks- I just think of it as I've made all the mistakes.
0: Yeah. I made
1: every mistake. I've brought bought every bad saddle. I've done everything wrong. So I don't think anybody else should have to now.
2: <laughs> well, and you also introduced me to when I thought that the world is side saddle, I only thought of um, English. I only thought of you know Downton Abbey's Lady Mary and that sort of stuff, and and like beyond that, kings and queens and that sort of thing. I had no idea there was another world. In that Western side saddle stuff. I had no idea. And then lo and behold. Here I am less than a year later. Going on demonstration at Western New York. In Western side saddle. Like I didn't know that was a thing. But my horse who's. Who's western trained i mean he's an ex reigning horse and whatever he was like oh mom we got this this is not a problem i'm like oh yeah you had him spin in both directions (laughs) i know and i had no idea i could even do that side saddle and here i've been trying to drag him along in my english stuff and he shows up at like meets and dressage going okay mom's crazy again and here we go western he's like okay i got this side saddle thing down we got this
1: (laughs) yeah you guys were you looked awesome too let me tell you you would not have known it was your first time in a Western side saddle. <laughs> but that's <laughs> nope. that's kind of what I do though. I try to show that it's not that hard. Well,
2: and the fun thing about it is that, like I said, we have you have so much knowledge in the things that you didn't know which was important, like saddle fit and stuff like that. I mean, my my little horse, Slug, he doesn't, he can't jump to save his life. I mean, his name is Slug. For a reason. And I can put him in an English side saddle. And because of that extent of saddle fit that I didn't even know was there, he's willing to jump now. And while it sounds scary about all this saddle fit, it's really easier than you think. I mean, you were talking about using Christmas wrapping paper and that sort of stuff in order to kind of get you that first trace drawing. And, you know, it, it's easier than people think. And it's more, um, it's better for your horse in a way. Uh, just knowing that, even if you don't want to ride a side saddle. Yeah, it, saddle fit is,
1: uh, how many times have we just dis- has it been discussed on the show that, well, the first thing, well, it's probably ulcers or the saddle doesn't fit. <laughs> you know, it, saddle fit is, it's 10 times more important than side saddle because a stride, if the saddle doesn't fit, your horse is going to tell you. But you're still probably going to stay in the middle of the horse unless he bucks you off. <laughs> in side saddle, if the saddle doesn't fit, the first step that horse takes, you're sliding to the left. Yeah, very true.
2: Or the first step that horse takes, he won't. You won't make it to the mounting block because they will not like the fit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's if it's absolutely wrong, they're like, <laughs> no, you're not getting on.
2: <laughs> Not happening. Well, that's a great point, Maggie, and I'm sure we'll get to that in future episodes, but we're kind of out of time now, so we're going to have to close her up. So you can find more about the American Side Saddle Association at com, or you can find us on Facebook. You can also follow Horses in the Morning on Facebook or just shirt. Search horses in the morning. You can have all of the Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with our free app on the iPhone and Android. Go to our app store and search Horse Radio Network. Thanks again to our sponsors. Once again, Nut Butter and the American Side Saddle Association. Semper obliquo—that's Latin for always sideways.